Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. I am excited to continue in Psalm 57 today. It's all over your face. <laughs> but nobody else can see it. Excitement. Well, they'll have to believe me on that. They will have to believe you. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. I've got uh, my Bible open here to Psalm 57 in the New King James Version of the Bible. Let's see how it goes. To the chief musician, set to, do not destroy, a victim of David when he fled from Saul into the cave. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. I will cry out to God Most High, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one who would swallow me up. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me. Into the midst of it they themselves have fallen. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake my glory. Awake lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations, for your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. What a terrible place to be lying in, in, in a cave. Uh, well, yeah, that for sure. <laughs> but especially, what if you crawled into that cave and you discovered there were lions in that cave? <laughs> that is that would feel like this is the wrong cave. That would be quite frightening. That would be quite frightening. <laughs> that would be quite frightening. That's when you send one of the 400 men in first. Hey, go check out that cave. Go check out that cave. <laughs> David, as he's taking refuge in God in this cave, and as people are gathering with him, he says, I'm lying amid lions. Yeah, verse 4 my in the New King James, my soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men. Oh, does yours not also have the fiery beasts? Well, it... it it goes on to make it sounds like the men are set on fire. The sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharp sword. ESV, my soul is in the midst of lion. I lie down amid fiery beasts, the children of man whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Yeah, the sons of men are the children of man. We find this idea of sharp swords, the, the mouths being sharp swords, a couple times in these series of mictums and mascals that surround this. Back in Psalm 55 and verse 21, 
we read, his speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Yeah, that was his betrayer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And in a couple of weeks, we'll get to Psalm 59 and verse 7. And in Psalm 59 and verse 7, we'll hear about dogs that are prowling about. There they are, bellowing with their mouths, with swords in their lips for who they think will hear us. This this imagery of the mouth being as drawn swords. Yeah. And I'm reminded when I was a kid, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that may be a bit of an overstatement. Right. I, I do think that today we've gone too far the other way in our world, that the idea that words are just the same as physical violence, and that's not true either. But we yeah. do need to recognize the danger of words, the power of words, the pain caused by words. David is facing slander. He's he's dealing with the fruit of counsel against him. Yeah. Absalom um, well, of course, here I think we're back with Saul, but, yeah, but back in 55, I was, I, was, I was connecting back to 55 with the counselor of Ahithophel, where Abs- Psalm 55, where Absalom has bought the hearts of the people with this smooth and buttery language that has been, oh, you know what, if I were king, I'd give you what you wanted. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the guy on the other side comes 10 minutes later, oh, if I were king, I'd give you what you wanted. And because he doesn't actually have to judge between them, he can tell them both that. Sure he can do that. I, I think about the slander really coming from Saul. How is it that he is able to keep forces with him chasing David? He's got to be saying awful things about David, at least calling them you know, some type of rebel or insurrectionist or something, trying to overtake the throne. Well, in this context, in First Samuel, he does call the people. He's like, well, the son of Jesse take care of you people? Mm-hmm. Is he going to give you farms and land? Is he going to provide for you? I can't believe you jokers won't tell me when my son is making a covenant with David. And that's what prompts Doeg to betray David. And then, of course, Saul kills right. the priests because of that. Right. That's, that's all around this time. I think that's in First Samuel 23, but it's all around this time. And Saul is definitely in, involved in those kinds of things. And so the words themselves become swords because they prompt the use of swords. So why would someone ever lay down among the lions then? if you can at all help it i think part of this even connecting with those previous psalms is a picture of i I was among friends i thought i was among friends but what i found out is that these children of men are lions they are Mm -hmm. howling dogs they are enemies who want to devour and consume me who want to overthrow and destroy me he says this is this is where i am i think as he's in the caves in the wilderness, he's drawing on the picture of what it's like to be out there. Let's just face it. Mm-hmm. We joked a few moments ago about what happens when you walk into the cave and you find there are lions. Right. Because that's a real danger well, in the caves in the wilderness. Apparently, it was the kind of thing that David had even run into as a much younger man. Yes. That when he was out watching his father's sheep, he had to fight off a lion at some point. Yeah. You know, and, and a bear. And a bear. And a tiger. Oh my yeah. oh wait, maybe not a tiger. Maybe not the tiger. But you know oh my. Then, then he was ready for a giant, then he was ready for a Philistine. Sure. Close sure. the circle. Let's but he, get back to But he remembers those times being yeah, out of the world. Right. These kinds He's of had to face beasts. a lion. And it was and even then he gives the credit to God. 
right? Because God is with him. The struggle for David is he is here in the wilderness, which has the natural dangers of these beasts and these wild animals, but what he's really concerned about is the people. Oh, absolutely. The the danger is the people, because Mm -hmm. I have men like wild beasts who are hunting me down, who are chasing me. Saul is, is hunting and chasing, and even now just having escaped from the Philistines who were trying to devour and destroy him, and by God's providence, Achish dismisses him, but uh, again, it's the people that he views as lions. Yeah, and so it is God who can be the refuge to protect him from the lions, to protect him from the spears. When I read this psalm, I know it's a completely different time in history, it's a completely different person, but it does call to my mind the events in the life of Daniel. Daniel, who very literally... Yeah. Lay down among lions. Yes. As as an old man. As an old man because of jealousy among the other viziers and the other wise men and the other counselors of the king Mm -hmm. who were jealous of him. And so they wanted to get him in trouble and they tried to find some place where he was neglecting his duties and they couldn't find it. They tried to find some sin in him that they could get him in trouble for. They couldn't. So they finally said, you know what? What we're going to have to do is make it illegal for him to worship his God because we know we'll never stop that. So they got Darius to set up a law to make praying to anybody but Darius for 30 days a a crime. And, of course, Daniel kept praying to Mm -hmm. Yahweh, and that was a crime. And therefore, he got thrown in the lion's den. And as I read this psalm, I notice where he lies down with lions. So here's like here's like a nighttime prayer. Here's I'm mm-hmm. going to bed and it's dangerous. It's 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 like, you know, look, the sword of Damocles is hanging over me by less than even a thread. I mean, this is going to fall. I may not wake up in mm-hmm. the morning. Yeah. But by the time we get to verse 8, it's awake. Awake. Glory, awake harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. Yeah, he's up before the sun, right? I am going to survive this night. And in fact, it's going to be so amazing and so wonderful that I will wake up. And instead of the sunlight coming up and waking me up, my praises and my glory of God for getting me through the night... I'm going to use that to wake the sun up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, no no crows around here. We don't need crows. No. Uh, crows. No, roosters right. crowing Rooster, is what yeah. I meant. No roosters crowing. We don't need roosters crowing. I am going to crow. I'm going to praise. I'm going to glorify. And that'll make the sun come up. That's that's kind of the imagery <laughs> that David is using yeah. here. So I lie down. I'm lying down in danger, but I'm going to wake up in praise. And that's really Daniel. He lay down. Yeah. He got thrown in there at night, and here comes Darius waking up early, early in the morning. Daniel, are you alive? Did your God save you? Did he bring... Yes, yes, he did. Mm -hmm. He shut the mouths Mm -hmm. of the lions, and he comes out. And very much like this psalm, in verse 6 of Psalm 57, they set a net for my steps, my soul was bowed down, they dug a pit in my way, but they have fallen into it themselves. Darius then takes these guys who were counseling against Daniel and throws them and their families into this pit, yeah. into this trap that they had laid. And the lions eat them before they even get to the bottom of the pit. So it wasn't an issue of the lions not being hungry. No, they were very hungry. They hadn't eaten all night. <laughs> they hadn't eaten all night. They, they'd been wanting to. But God had closed, closed their, their mouths. Mouth. As, I, as I go through this, I realize that David has an event that he's going through that he is using this pictures. And now, hundreds of years later, Daniel goes through an event that that's very similar. He, Daniel could go back to this psalm. Yeah. Daniel, while in the lion's den, it would not surprise me a bit if Daniel, while in the lion's den, recalled this psalm. This, this I mean, if I were in a lion's den, 
of course, if I were in the lion's den, I'd be like, okay, what was that psalm? What was that psalm that Andrew and I talked about on Text Talk? I know there's one about lion's dens. <laughs> well, if you knew the tune to Do Not Destroy, I'm sure it would come right, right <laughs> to mind. exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. But Daniel could call this psalm to mind. Yeah. So today, when I'm in these exact same kinds of situations, when, when people whose mouths are like swords, slandering, yeah. gossiping, betraying, wanting to destroy, even if, even if it gets beyond that and it becomes where there's even the physical violence of hunting down and chasing and canceling and persecuting. Here's the psalm that says, I know, I know I'm going to bed and it's dangerous, but I'm going to wake up and I'm going to praise God. Yeah. And I can go to bed because he is my refuge. He brings me the peace. Yes. Yeah. Even when lying among lions. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is a, a great place for us to go ahead and stop for a moment. Praise God ourselves. Amen. And we'll wrap this discussion up with a prayer. Holy God, sometimes it feels like we are among lions. I am thankful that I have never been cast into a lion's den. I am thankful that as of yet, I've never really had to deal with the uh, threats of physical violence. But there have been times when people have spoken against and slandered, and it's painful. Lord, thank you for protecting us in those times. Thank you for being a real refuge in those times. And we praise you because though we lie down and it feels like it's, it's threatening and treacherous and dangerous, we know that we will rise up to give you praise again. And we will praise you before the peoples, before the nations, before your children. And we're so thankful that we can magnify your name through Jesus Christ and his grace. And it's through him we offer this prayer. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.